Welcome to Let's Clear the Air, a podcast sponsored by the Allergy, Asthma, and Sinus Center, dedicated to educating listeners about allergies, asthma, and immunology. Good afternoon. Thank you again for tuning in for another episode of Let's Clear the Air. I'm here today with Dr. Roman, and we are super excited to just talk about all the things with allergies, asthma, and get you prepared for this next season of life. Again, thank you, Dr. Roman, for being here. We're talking today a little bit about the cold weather and how this also doesn't have to affect people who are training and getting ready for the spring season. So let's just start from the beginning on what you're seeing in the office. What are you seeing with your asthmatic patients this time of year? Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Kaylee. Excited to be back with you and talking about how cold weather kind of affects both asthmatics and allergy patients. And as far as what I'm seeing in the office, it's interesting that you bring that up because Cold weather has its own set of triggers and issues for asthmatic patients. So we'll go through some of those to start with because certainly I'm seeing some of my routine asthma patients, but in general in winter, I do tend to see sort of a different spin on the problem with asthmatic patients. Cold weather brings us indoors and bringing us indoors, we share all those upper respiratory viruses, and they were numerous this fall and winter. So um, COVID made a little surge, RSV, adenovirus, you know, lots of respiratory viruses, some that weren't even given an official diagnosis. But winter is the time for those, and that is an easy trigger for asthmatic patients. So I am seeing a lot of that come in. You know, patients saying, well, this started a week or two ago, and it started, I got really stuffy, and then I started coughing, and so I took some over-the-counter cough and cold medicine, and I thought I was doing great, but now my asthma seems worse. So it kind of starts with the common cold type symptoms and then moves into an asthma exacerbation. For those of us without asthma, we get through the common cold and it's an annoyance, but then we're better. For asthma patients, I'm seeing more viral illnesses leading into exacerbations. So that's been um, one of the main things I'm seeing with asthmatics this winter. What I'm encouraging is, of course, we treat the exacerbation with the appropriate medicine, but what I'm encouraging my asthma patients is, whether you're sick or not sick, winter is a key time for most asthmatics to stay up to date on their plan. If your plan for your asthma involves a daily tablet for your asthma, a daily inhaler for your asthma, now is not the time to try stopping that because an upper respiratory virus can hit us at the drop of a hat, right? So uh, yeah, that's what I'm really seeing a lot of in the office with my asthmatics right now. Um, Now another thing that I'm seeing as uh, spring sports are just around the corner for our student athletes, our athletes, and interestingly, Kaylee, many of those sports have already started practicing for the spring. I mean, let's think March is a big time that a lot of these games and tournaments and events will really wrap up. You don't get ready for that overnight, right? Absolutely. So a lot of these um, patients are coming in because cold air is aggravating their asthma. Maybe they're a track star and they're out running sprints in the cold at six in the morning before school starts. 
So I am seeing some of that as well. Okay, so is it dangerous for these asthmatics to be out in those types of conditions? Right, so that's definitely something that's individualized. You know, I wouldn't call it dangerous because if your asthma is well controlled, then you may respond to cold air just fine. But if you've got an upper respiratory virus or you've got something else exacerbating your asthma, you would definitely want to check in with your provider and see if it is safe for you to start your outdoor training if that is part of your sport training being outdoors. Okay, so you mentioned also that some people do not even have these triggers with the cold air. Right, right. So we have many asthmatics that they breeze right on through cold weather and don't seem to have any trouble with it whatsoever. For those that do, and even those that don't, I would say in cold weather, a longer warm-up for asthmatic patients can be really beneficial. So maybe you need to get to the track or the court or the field 15 minutes before your teammates to start some brisk walking and some brisk jogging on your own because giving the lungs time to adapt to that cold air with a lighter exercise regimen before you move into the hot and heavy stuff can really do wonders to help your asthma. Also, your asthma plan may call for doing your rescue inhaler prior to starting your exercise routine. So if that is part of your plan and you've run out of your rescue inhaler or you're not sure if that's part of your plan, it may be time for a checkup with your provider to make sure you have what you need going into this training before your spring sports start. Think about also um, the Olympics right around the corner, right? Yes. So those... um, those athletes, they train year-round. You know, they, they can't be worried about hot, cold, weather-related things. They have to be on their best year-round. And while we're not all Olympic athletes, of course, there's something to learn from that. They never let their guard down when it comes to their asthma. They're always prepared, whether it's warm weather, cold weather, um, whatever season, allergy season or not, competitive season or off-season. They're always ready in regards to their asthma. We could take something from that, right? Absolutely. I think there's a lot to learn there. And I think that anyone that's listening that does have asthma, it's a great place to start, like you mentioned, just checking in with your provider. It's an easy first step, Kaylee. You know, asthmatics, when they start feeling better, they can really get out of the habit of those routines of they're um, keeping up with their daily medicine, keeping up with their rescue inhaler, making sure it's got plenty of puffs in it, making sure it's not expired. So it's a great first step. If you're, especially if you're an athlete and getting ready to start your training, you probably better check in with your provider if you are at all unsure about what your plan is, what your medicines are, and if you have enough of those. Great. And I think too that, you know, the cold weather has so much influence on allergy patients as well. So let's kind of shift that way too and kind of talk about those allergy patients that are having very bad, you know, exacerbations or whatever might be going on this time of year as well. Great idea, Kaylee. So, you know, traditionally some people think about allergy sufferers as pollen. You know, they think spring and fall, that's when I have my most trouble. And maybe it is when you have your most trouble, so you're really on guard in spring and fall. Maybe you're in there getting your allergy shots all the time in spring and fall and taking your medicines exactly like you're supposed to. But winter and cold weather actually provide new challenges for allergy patients. So let's think about some of the things that the cold weather forces us to do. 
in general, we are indoors more, so we are around more indoor allergens. We probably spend more time up close and personal with our pets. Mm -hmm. So if you have a pet in the home and you are allergic to that pet, you are probably getting a lot more exposure to that pet currently. Uh, mold can be a problem. We have a really, so far, I've had a very damp winter, which really prov promotes growth of mold. So that can be indoor mold, that can be outdoor mold. So mold allergy patients sometimes have no escape from their allergens, and winter months can make that harder and worse. Um, if you're indoors more, you're probably exposed to more dust. So uh, dust might allergic patients can really have some increase in their symptoms in the winter cold months. And then a lot of us, I don't know about you, Kaylee, but a lot of us get into deep cleaning in the winter months. All the time. I feel like that is when I do some of the biggest cleaning in my house. <laughs> Definitely. You know, the, the term is spring cleaning, but let's be honest, a lot of it starts in late winter. Yes. It's still really cold outside. We're putting away all the holiday decorations dusting things, just getting things sparkly and fresh for the new year. And so, as you can imagine, that opens a whole new window of opportunity to be exposed to your allergens. So our allergy patients really do have some uh, unique triggers and situations in the winter months. Wow. So that that's kind of totally different from like the asthmatics that are outside more and they're, you know, training like these athletes. So a lot of people are still having these symptoms and coming into the office, even with their allergy symptoms. That's right. So whether you're indoors, whether you're outdoors, whether you're an asthmatic patient, an allergy patient, or both, you really can struggle in the winter months. So my recommendation, one, one of which we've already touched upon, is to check in with your provider, whether that's an appointment or a phone call to get your refills, whatever it is that you need, check in with your provider. Make sure you're up to speed on your plan and that your medicines are up to date and that you're actually taking them if you're supposed to be. Second, I would say, whether you are a seasonal allergy sufferer or a year-round allergy sufferer, allergy shots, if those are part of your plan, that is a year-round process. We have to do that even in our off-season to make sure we're healthy for our allergy season. So if you were like a lot of people this winter and holidays, vacations, family visiting, just the busyness of the season, cold weather, unable to come in because of snow or ice, if any of those are you, do not feel bad about that. Don't feel ashamed about that. We deal with that all the time. You never have to come in and apologize for not getting your allergy shots. The most important thing is the sooner you get back in, the better, because we can adjust your allergy shots if that's necessary, get you back on the right path, and have you feeling back to normal in no time. That's amazing. So what about these spring pollen um, patients that are super allergic? Should they go ahead and just be on their regimen currently? Yes, um, especially their allergy shots. That's something we really don't back off of. You know, again, check in with your provider, but my general rule of thumb is that by Valentine's Day, I have my allergy, uh, spring allergy patients go ahead and get started back on their daily medicine. Wow. So your allergy shots are year-round, 
but I am um, understanding and in agreement that people like to take a break from the medicine sometimes. So if springtime is your season, I mean, we are right around the corner from Valentine's Day. Yes. And so I really encourage patients to go ahead and get back on those daily spring allergy medicines because some of those medicines can take up to two weeks of daily use before they become effective, especially the nasal sprays, which are fantastic tools in our tool belt but if you try to start those after your allergy symptoms are already flared up it can really set you back so now's the time go ahead and get restarted on those daily allergy medicines that's very interesting and honestly just a good reminder for myself who is also an allergy patient and I like to spend a lot of time out in the springtime, and I'm sure you do too. Yes. I know you coach tennis, right. so you're out. You're already training. That's right. That's right. So I'm sort of dealing with both of these with my athletes because right around the corner next week or so, we will begin our um, – we will transition from indoor uh, training to outdoor training because it's hard to do – indoor training for tennis since most of our time is spent outside. So, um, you know, I definitely have to be aware of some of our patients or some of my players that are asthmatics. And then um, some of them suffer with their allergies as well. So I'll be reminding those parents to make sure they've gotten their children in with their provider uh, and be up to date on whatever their plan is. So if you're a parent of an allergy uh, patient, you know, Rest assured, now's the time to really get things ramped up if you want to set them off to a great start for their spring sports. I think that's a great keyword. Now is the time because we should not let the cold weather affect this. That's right. You're absolutely right. We don't have to get set back by the cold weather. We can really work to stay on track and keep ourselves on top of things for a great spring allergy season. I'm actually looking forward to it. It was such a tough winter here that despite the allergies that we know are coming, I'm very excited about the warmer weather, Kaylee. Me as well. I think everyone can deal with some nice sunshine. Yes, definitely. <laughs> well, thank you, Dr. Roman, and thank you all again for listening to another episode of Let's Clear the Air. We'll see you again next time. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Clear the Air. Please consider following this podcast, and remember, if you want helpful and accurate information about allergies and asthma, our allergy experts are here to clear the air.